clear new data on adjuvant hormone therapy for early breast cancer were presented at the ECHO ESMO conference by researchers from the UK. The intergroup exemestane study now has an updated analysis on survival among women randomised after two or three years of tamoxifen either to continue with tamoxifen or to switch to the steroidal aromatase inhibitor exemestane to complete their five years of adjuvant therapy. Charles Coombs told me more about the findings he just released in Berlin. In the previous study, we, we found that the switching patients' survival improved, but it was only just significant, at 0.04. So we weren't certain whether this was just a blip or a sustained effect. But fortunately, this analysis really does show that this sustained improvement, significant improvement in overall survival, is still there even 91 months after uh, the start of the the trial. And what are the figures in terms of the the different numbers of deaths in the two groups? Essentially, um, there is a reduction of around 14% in the chances of of dying of of breast cancer. That's essentially what we found. So if you put a patient on tamoxifen, you reduce the chances of dying for that patient around 30%. If you then sequence by using the exemestane, you then add 14% to that, so you can reduce the chances of dying by around 44% if you use the sequence. If you just use tamoxifen, well, then you're staying uh, around 30%. And we're talking now to a a p-value of what? The p-value on overall survival is 0.04. So you've now got a pretty good degree of certainty that it's, it's right to switch, have you? Well, I think the evidence is now compelling because there are another two trials which have done the same switching technique since we started ours, and they all show the same sort of survival benefit, whereas the trials that have just simply compared an aromatase inhibitor with tamoxifen have shown no improvement in overall survival whatsoever. So it seems to us that the hypothesis that we initially had, which was that you, 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 by using a sequence you can, you can cure an extra number of patients by sequencing, really has held up. What happens to things like cardiovascular risk and musculoskeletal damage? Well, in terms of um, musculoskeletal problems, patients do have a slightly increased risk of fracture, but in a separate study that we've done, we've shown that if you carry out a bone mineral density before you start the aromatase inhibitor, and if that is normal, then those patients do not develop osteoporosis or osteopenia. If, on the other hand, the bone mineral density is found to be reduced, then we advise people to start calcium and vitamin D supplements and or bisphosphonates, and that has to be done. So that protects against the the principal problem, which is fracture. Now, the other problems are the arthritis, things like carpal tunnel syndrome, which are more common. At the moment, it looks as if in our follow-up, when they stop treatment, all those problems tend to disappear. The one thing that doesn't disappear, funnily enough, is hypertension. There is a slightly increased risk of high blood pressure, um, but that doesn't appear to go back to normal yet. So... Our advice is it's, it's a very low instance of excess uh, hypertension, but our advice to investigators is that 
prior to starting an aromatase inhibitor, they should check not only the bone mineral density, but also the blood pressure, and monitor uh, the blood pressure if it's slightly high, um, perhaps every six months, and uh, take action accordingly. Did you get any greater incidence of strokes or MI with the aromatase inhibitor? Not at all, no. And in fact, the death rate from cardiovascular and cardiac uh, is no different at all in either arms of the study. Do you think these results would hold up for any AI, or was it just in the one that you used? Um, the other studies which have shown a benefit of switching were using Arimidex, which is the non-steroidal aromatase inhibitor, and it seemed to give exactly the same results. So I think it's probably um, a generic situation. Now you began with the hypothesis that combination or sequential therapy was a good idea. Is that what you would recommend, and which sequence of agents would you go for, ideally, do you think, on the evidence that there now is? Well, this is very difficult at the moment. I think, basically, patients who the clinician thinks are at a very high risk of early relapse should probably start with an aromatase inhibitor because um, that is, it appears, more effective in preventing that from happening in the first two or three years. But the majority of patients, which are the node negative, the small breast cancers, the ones that have a very low chance of relapsing in the first two to three years should start tamoxifen, in my view, and then be switched to an aromatase inhibitor for this continued improvement of overall survival. Charles Coombs from Imperial College London talking to me at the Joint European Society of Medical Oncology and European Cancer Conference in Berlin. For Oncology Times Broadcast News, I'm Peter Goodwin.